Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz Video Recap. Today is Friday, September 15th, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable at seroundtable.com for the past week. Big news. Last night, Google announced the September 2023 helpful content update, or an update to the helpful content system. Lots to discuss there. A lot of little details that people are talking about, but I'll give it to you all in one place. Uh, we had some post-Google core update tremors to talk about. FAQ rich results dropped out finally after a month or so. And also, how-to on desktop is completely gone, which is surprising. Search Console and Merchant Center reports are new. More on ads, local, AI, and so much more. So definitely stay tuned. And I'd like to thank Wix, Wix for sponsoring. Just so you know, Wix Studio launched some new features. You can check them out at wix.com slash studio slash features, including some AI responsive design tools and the ability to manage your CSS in Wix, plus much more. So check them out at wix.com slash studio slash features. Thank you, Wix, for sponsoring. All right, let's just jump right into the big news this week, which happened uh, later last night, uh, the September 2023 helpful content update. They announced it as saying there's an improved classifier, but this is not what we all were expecting. We're expecting Google to launch a helpful content update that was able to find hidden gems, hidden within deep in the forums and social media and so forth, but this was not that. Google said that's still to come, so stay tuned. All right, so just to keep you up, quick facts, uh, this is again the Google, the Google Helpful Content Update for September 2023. This was launched on September 14th at around 4.20 p.m. Eastern. It takes about two full two weeks to fully roll out. We'll keep you posted on when it's fully rolled out. This impacts both search and now Google Discover. This is Discover for, for some time now. Um, Google, this update does help promote helpful content. It does not yet help demote not helpful content. This is a site-wide algorithm. Google's constantly refreshing it, they said, uh, but you might not see updates for a while. It's global now, it's global. The changes that Google made specifically to the helpful content update, at least in the helpful content update documentation was a bunch of things. Let me go through each one. One, they removed the clause or the phrase written by people. Google used to say the content has to be written by the people, for the people. Google just said it has to be written for people. So AI, whatever you want to take from that, here's that. Also, Google said third-party content. If you host third-party content on your main website or in your subdomains, understand that such content may be included in site-wide signals we generate, such as helpfulness for content. So again, keep that in mind. Google goes on to say, for this reason, if that content is largely independent of the main site's purpose for or repurposed without close supervision or involvement by the primary site, we recommend that it should be blocked from Google by indexing. And Gary went into, uh, Gary from Google went into why this happened and basically got lots of reports about this and so forth. Also, uh, John, Danny Sullivan added some information around what to do if you got hit. He said self-assess. And this is something we covered earlier in the week where Google said if you're producing helpful content that you don't need to do anything. In fact, this system may be good for your site as it's designed to reward helpful content. It goes on to say if you noticed a change in your traffic you suspect may be related to the system, such as after the update was publicly announced, that you should self-assess your content and fix and remove any that seems unhelpful. Then Google goes on to say, and add a section about reviewed by experts. So Google added a, added a text or reviewed where it says, is this content written or reviewed by experts or enthusiasts who demonstrated knowledge of this topic? Then it also says, talks about changing dates. Google added a line, are you changing the date of the page to make them seem fresh where the content has not substantially changed. And finally, Google 
uh, also talked about adding and removing content. Specifically, are you adding a lot of new content or removing a lot of older content primarily because you believe it will help, help your search rankings overall by somehow making your system seem fresh? That's not the case. Uh, so those are the main things that happen. Again, what it's not, it's not going to go help you find those helpful um, hidden gems. This is the third helpful content update. We had, again, one today, September, sorry, yesterday, September 14th, December 5th, and August 25th of last year as well. Um, there's not much SEO chatter around this yet. The ranking tracking tools are not showing a lot of volatility, but it will probably, or maybe, we'll see. So keep that in mind. That was the Google September 2023 helpful content update. Moving on, Google search ranking update volatility post Google core update. Uh, we covered this earlier this week where we saw a bunch of chatter and signals that there may have been some tremors prior, or sorry, post the Google core update prior to the helpful content update. I assume it's not related to the helpful content update. I assume it's related to a some type of post tremor for the Google core update. Maybe unrelated to anything, but we definitely saw chatter, a lot of chatter, as well as a lot of tools kind of spiked up around that date. Again, we saw this around September 7th when it completely rolled out. So after that, this was on September 12th. So a few days after the September 7th uh, Google Core August 2023 Core update finished on September 7th, we saw this September 12th spike, um, uh, which was, again, two or three days before the, Google, the helpful content update was released. Google is now only showing FAQ results, uh, rich results, for authoritative, authoritative websites. Uh, Google announced this about six weeks ago, five, six weeks ago, and said it would happen. It didn't happen until this week. Um, Google's FAQ results pretty much dropped off for all websites except for uh, a small number, the authoritative sites. So if your site does show FAQ results, Google thinks your site is authoritative, I guess. I'm not sure if that's on a per query basis or a general site-wide basis. I'm not exactly sure yet. I haven't dug, dug deep into that. But you can see by these charts from SEMrush, Rank Ranger, and others that you can see there's a significant drop-off of that. And there are some examples of websites getting FAQ snippets, and Glenn Gabe sh shows some examples of that. But again, you have to be in the authoritative batch to be shown there. Also, Google announced yesterday as well that Google is dropping all how-to rich results from the search results, not just the mobile, which it did about a month or six weeks ago. Now also for desktop search. Um, Google said, we're continuing our efforts to simplify Google search results. We're extending the how-to chain to desktop as well, which means this result type is deprecated, meaning how-to results are no longer gonna show for mobile or desktop. FAQs are gonna show only for very authoritative sites, which means probably not for most sites. Um, and of course, that's gonna go ahead and impact your search console. Why did Google release this today or yesterday, right before the core, after the core update or right before the helpful content update? I don't know, why did they just wait until the core update was on, uh, for helpful content update was finished rolling out before they released this. I don't get it, but Google does what they do, and they did that. Also, Google Search Console released some new features around Merchant Center. Uh, they have some new Merchant Center reports, specifically one report that helps merchants will receive notifications when products stop appearing on the shopping tab due to any issues. And you can see here's a screenshot of that. And also, another report that shows merchant opportunities to increase clicks and improve rankings on products on Google. And here's a screenshot of that showing that information there. Again, Google launched Merchants of the Reports some time ago, about a year ago, I believe, but now they actually just improved it. Uh, Danny Sullivan, the Google search liaison, said that the site names issues that have been reported since Google started to show site names for oh, over a year, those issues have massively dropped being reported in the Google forums since the last update to the site names, which I believe was in July, although Google, Danny Sullivan said a few weeks. 
Um, so it's kind of true. I see Danny Sullivan responding to fewer res res complaints in the forums, and all those responses are reader documentation. It says this, or it says that, and that's what, what's going on here. But in general, um, supposedly the site names issue has massively dropped, according to Google, since the last update in July. Google said fixing your INP issues will not result, or most likely not result, in any visibility changes in search rankings. That was John Mueller. Gary from Google spoke about e-commerce content, e-commerce category page content. He said, basically, keep the low-quality blurbs off your page. He said, add content that people will find useful. Don't add content because search might require you to think you have to do that. He went on to say, please don't do those auto-generated, low-quality, repeated blurbs of text over and over again on all your category pages. Google does not want that. John Mueller said, there is no way to prevent tr uh, search traffic loss when you revamp your website. A revamp is a complete revamp with URL changes and all that stuff. And John Mueller said, no, there is absolutely no way to go ahead and prevent traffic, search traffic loss. There will be traffic loss and changes when you go ahead and revamp your website. Ultimately, in the future, it might be for off for the better, but right now, like when you do a change, it's gonna have an impact, probably a negative short-term impact on your website. Ultimately, you're making that change to improve things, so hopefully things will improve. But John Mueller also said, there's no back to the same. When you revamp your website, your traffic will be lost in the short term. It may go up in the long term, but it will never be back to the same as it was because it's no exact, because you change your website. It's going to be different. That's how it works. So he basically said there is no back to the same. He said, there is no, sp uh, if you make change, uh, if you make a change to your website, the search engines will adapt to that change. It can be negative. It can be positive. There is no back to the same. Also, John Mueller said that the meta description has no specific length, uh, no specific length at all. He said it doesn't matter for rankings. You can have a short meta description. You have a long meta description. It doesn't make, make a difference for rankings. It might make a difference to your click-through rate, but in terms of rankings, it has no direct impact. Gary from Google shared that there are very few websites, robot.txt files that are over 500 kilobytes. I think Google's limit is 500 kilobytes for that. He said he looked at the billions of over a billion robot.txt files. He said only... 7,188 of them are over 500 kilobytes. That's like less than 0.00007% of all robot.txt files. So I guess you're fine. Just keep them under 500 kilobytes. Good little timid there. Google has revamped the, or revamping the Google Business Profile Reinstatement Workflow, um, which is a big deal for local SEOs, big time. Uh, this is the process that was in the EU. Now it's coming to the US over the next couple of weeks. Ben Fisher was the first to talk about this. He said the old process was very simple. This is an improvement in the process and transparency about what the policy was violating. But he says you need to provide the proof of the reinstatement within a 60-minute time period of submitting the reinstatement request, which is a little bit tight. Um, and there's really no appeal process after that. So you're kind of stuck. You have to go to the forums. This is a big deal for local SEOs, so definitely take a look at that. I posted about that on September 11th at seroundtable.com. Google Maps seems to be testing local... Um, third-party reviews in the map listings again. This is something that Google had over a dozen years ago where they would show reviews from third-party websites, but then Yelp got upset and Google removed them and Google has their own reviews. So Mike Blumenfeld noticed this and he shared some screenshots showing that this review came from Best Company, this review came from Home Advisors. So keep in mind that. Okay, on the ad side, Google's uh, to require some advertisers to get verified before their suspension is removed. So if, you, if, if somebody gets suspended and they need to be unsuspended. They want to appeal that suspension. First, they need to go ahead and get verified. Now, this is not everybody. Starting in October 2023, Google says selected advertisers whose accounts were suspended due to a violation of our Google Ads policies must complete advertiser verification to appeal their account suspension. 
Google said they're not forcing the advertisers who are on monthly invoices to do this, but other ones may have to go ahead and do this. Melissa Mackey, a very popular and respected PPCer, paid search experts, basically said that Google switched on one of her clients' accounts into an experiment, a test, and because of that, they lost thousands of dollars. And so Google went and so they went ahead and she appealed it and said, "Go ahead and give me back my, my money for this." And they did the first time. Then they did it again, and Google said, "No, this time we're not going to go ahead and give you your money back." Um, so now this is going down the chain, but this is really bad. Google turns on some experiment that you don't want, um, and they turn on some features, and they go ahead and waste thousands of ad dollars of your budget. Uh, there must be some other story. Google's going and responding, but we'll, we will see what's going on with that. Google seems to be promoting the search generative experience in the traditional search results if you qualify to actually turn it on, US, Japan, or India, uh, and you're on a Gmail account. Uh, this is spotted by a Andrew Shotland. Here's a screenshot of that. Bing was doing this as well. I'm surprised to see actually Google promoting that so fast. Bing Search is, all, is testing playable video thumbnails in their search results, where it actually, you mouse over and actually give you a play button. Didn't seem to work for me, but it is being tested. This is spotted by Shaheem. Nice find. And Big Chat is working on custom instructions through the, the feature of memory. Uh, that memory feature we tested before. Um, so Mikel, the uh, CEO of Big, of Big, Microsoft Big, said he's they're working on something around custom instructions on how to use Big and so forth through memory. So we'll take a look at that as well. Any of that, thanks so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz. Hope you all did well with the helpful content update over the weekend. We'll see how it goes. And hope everyone has healthy, safe, and a happy weekend. And for those celebrating the Jewish New Year, happy Rosh Hashanah, happy New Year, sweet and healthy New Year, and be safe, healthy, and successful in the future. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to the Search Boss Video Recap. Thanks again to Wix for sponsoring. Deeply appreciate it. Everyone have a safe weekend. I'll speak to you guys next. Bye-bye.